The following is a presentation from the MJ Cast, the internet's premier podcast on all things Michael Jackson. You're listening to the MJ Cast by MJ fans or MJ fans. The idea is to uh, innovate, or else why, why am I doing it? When I create my music, I feel like an instrument of nature. You had to create self, really. I know I do. And I love to entertain. That's, that's one of my favorite things. Welcome to the MJ Cast, your source of news and discussion on the King of Pop. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the MJ Cast. It's Friday, the 14th of August, 2015. I'm Jamin Bull and I'm here with Q and a very special guest by the name of Christoph Charlo, author of Traveling with a King, Michael Jackson's first ever travel guide. Travelling with a King is a brilliant new book that is an absolute must-have for any Michael Jackson fans out there who also love travel. Through this book, you will learn about some of the most important physical locations in the world for MJ fans, whether they are places Michael himself loved frequenting or places that commemorate him in some way. There is just so much out there to explore in the terms of Michael. Christoph, welcome to the MJ cast. We're so happy to have you on the show. Hey, I'm happy too. Thank you for for taking the time to call me. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, that's all good, Christoph. We're just so sorry you've got to be up after midnight to do this interview. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> so whereabouts are you? I think you're in, in Brussels, right? In Belgium. Yes, I'm in Brussels, Belgium. Um, so it's midnight here and it's a good day. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it's improved because when we spoke yesterday, you said the weather was pretty pretty bad. No, it was it was good. It was good today. It's summer over there, isn't it? Yes, it's summer. So, is it hot days? Uh, well, in Belgium, it's never really hot days, but uh, it's it's good days at the moment. It's about uh, thirty degrees, so it's it's hot. That is, yeah, that's pretty warm. That's good, because in Australia, it's the middle of winter, and I'm, like, freezing my toes off right now. I really should have socks on or something. <laughs> so in, You in have to Perth, come to Belgium. <laughs> so in Perth today, I think today, because it's winter here as well, it's sunny and clear and 25 degrees, and it's the middle of winter, 25 degrees. Wow, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> that's 77 degrees for our US listeners, who are the odd ones out. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, twenty five. It has it has rained like some days this winter, but yeah, it's it's probably about ten degrees or eight degrees now, but during the day it's yeah, usually pretty clear and stuff here in Perth for winter. Okay, because you you're beginning your day today. Yes, yes, it's six yeah, six thirty yeah. in the morning here. And 8.30 for Queensland, where Jamin is. <laughs> yeah, pretty reasonable time for me, but Q, you've got up before the sun's come up, I think. Yeah, the sun's, it's pitch black outside still. Oh, well, Thank God. The things we do for the show. The things we do for the show, but I love winter, so <laughs> I don't mind if the sun's not up. I wish the sun stayed down like this in summer as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. kind of the same. I like it cold as well, because you can rug up and be nice and warm. And Yes. But yeah. greetings to our Belgium fans, and thank you for the chocolate that you guys make in Belgium, because I love Belgium chocolate. Mm-mm. Okay, right. <laughs> Belgium chocolate is very famous. I've never actually been there, yes. but you've travelled to Belgium, haven't you, Q? Uh, yeah, I, Antwerp, that's in Belgium, right? Right. Yes, right. I've been to Antwerp. 
Okay. And you taste the, the, the Belgian beer, right? No, I don't drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I don't no drink problem. beer. I have tried beer, but to me, they all taste the same and it's yucky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what kind of Aussie am I? Exactly. Definitely not a Bogan one, that's for sure. No. <laughs> Um, Christoph, uh, Q and I were just talking over the last couple of days and we, we didn't actually realize until recently that you're actually the editor as well of um, MJ Backstage Magazine. Can you tell us a bit about that publication before we talk about the book? Yes, of course. The MJ Backstage is a, is a French-speaking magazine here in, in Belgium and in France. We, we launched it about uh, oh, 15, 15 years and, well, it's a totally Michael Jackson-dedicated uh, magazine. And we are talking about uh, about Michael, about his life, about his heart, and well, it's okay, simply a, a Jackson magazine, and and we make interviews of, of people who, who work with Michael, like Saida Garrett, Jonathan Moffat, or people like this, or uh, people from uh, from the Jackson family, like the Jacksons, Jackie Jackson, Tweety. The idea is to talk about Michael, and making reports, sharing our passion with with all uh, the, the the fans there so um, but at the moment it's it's only in french only in french oh well that's okay there's a lot of french fans who'd love it i'm sure for for the moment <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great the more um mj publications that can get out there i think the better the more positive uh you know publications that people can enjoy they're really great so 15 years MJ backstage has been going for that's quite a long time for a magazine congratulations Thank you. <laughs> That's quite an achievement. I remember even some English ones that used to pop up now and again when I was growing up didn't last very long at all. So 15 years, that's that's very impressive. Yeah, but it, it, so sometimes, I have to be honest, sometimes we, we had less magazine during the, the year. Normally it's four magazine uh, during one year and it happened to, to that we only had one or two I mean, in, in the beginning of the 2000s, uh, after the, the Invincible period, uh, that was there, there was less less news, less things to say. So we had a little bit less magazine, but uh, now we have uh, about four magazines a year. We are we are working on the on the 30, 30th magazine. Oh wow, 30th uh, magazine! That'd be great. Yeah, let us just drop us a line and tell us when that comes out. We'd love to get the news out there about that as well. Okay, no problem. <laughs> so not only are you the editor of MJ Backstage Magazine, but now you're also an author. Uh, can you tell us exactly about your book and, and what Travelling with a King is? Well, as you said, it's, it's simply a travel book. So it's like a, a lonely planet or something like this, but it's fully dedicated to Michael Jackson. The idea was to, to, to bring to the fans... All, all kind of location related to Michael Jackson. Uh, it can be places where Michael Jackson went during the, his tours. Um, it can be uh, places where you can find something like a hard rock cafe with a special memorabilia or Madame Tussauds museum, like wax statues. Well, everything uh, which is related to Michael Jackson, you can find it in the book. So it's like a... I guess you could say it's sort of like a Lonely Planet travel book, but a Michael Jackson yeah. version. Yeah, that's that's right. It's, it's totally the, the same the same idea. We, 
it's not really innovative because it's a travel book. The idea was to have a travel book on a on a on an entertainer like Michael Jackson. That was the first time we. I think it's the first time uh, that that there is a book like this. So well, it, it's not. You you don't have to to have only this book. When when you're traveling, um, it's also interesting to have your lonely planet because we are focusing on Michael Jackson places. When if you go to Paris, it's interesting to have information about other other places. Um, so it's it's completing a lonely planet when you travel. Yeah, I mean, being a Michael Jackson fan of around fifteen years myself, and following you know his you know every moves pretty closely throughout you know the period when he was alive after Invincible, I kind of began to catalogue in the back of my head like all the special places where he was going or performing or uh, you know any places around the world where there's commemorative locations like statues and different things like that, and mm-hmm. I kind of locked all of, all of that away in the back of my head. But it's I, I just think it's amazing that we now have an actual physical book that MJ fans can buy to reference when they're traveling around the world where these special places are that can they can actually visit. Yeah, that's the idea because it's it's our personal experience when when you traveled before we we made the book. For myself, I always went to a country or a city and I was looking for something related to Michael, record shops. I was always looking for records, so I tried to find some great record shops. I wanted to know if Michael ever went in the city and make some concerts and trying to see something related to Michael. So the idea was to to bring all together in one book and that's Travelling with the King. So you obviously wrote this book with is it Antoine Cardino? Right. Um, how did you both originally meet? Well, Antoine is also a, a, a fan. He's a, a French fan. He's, um, he's living in France. Um, and it's funny because, well, we, we, we never really met before, uh, before we, we, we began to, to write the book. Uh, we exchange uh, messages by, by email, by, by Facebook. And the first time, it was uh, Antoine who sent me a message and he told me, well, um, I would like to write some, some report in the MJ Backstage magazine. His idea was to make some something like geographical. He wanted to, to make a focus on some, some places. And I said, well, okay, it's interesting, but... Which which location do you want to put in in your reports? You have two or three pages. It's not enough. There are there, there are places all over the world. So I was joking and I, I say you can put everything in two pages or three pages or four pages in a magazine. You have to make a book. And it was a joke, but um, finally we decided <laughs> we decided to do it. Um, it was it was a crazy idea because I I, I was saying. There will. It's it's not easy to find everything. Um, it will take years to to put everything in a book. But we we decided to to try and to make it. And how did each of you guys contribute to the project individually? Like I, I understand that you focused geographically on different locations according to your own passions. Uh, around Michael, but did you also split the roles like one person was in charge of design and publishing and another person was in charge of writing? What did you guys each bring to the project? Well, uh, indeed, we, we decided to to wrote uh, together um, different parts of the book. 
so Antoine chose uh, uh, some countries and I do other countries. Uh, in turn, it was a, a choice of expertise, but also a, a choice of feeling. I ever went to, to Japan and I found that it was a, uh, a wonderful country. So I wanted to make it and we decided to work to get to not together on each country, but do it apart. So it was more easy to to work like, like this. Um, and also, we had different roles in 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 the in the project. Um, for example, I'm the publisher, and uh, so I'm more working on the, on the promotion. Like I'm doing interview with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Antoine is more shy for for that kind of stuff. Um, so and but he's making the logistic very very well. So we are completing each other for for the project. So you you and Antoine have both been fans for of Michael for a very long time. Uh, yes, I think <laughs> um, I'm a fan since the the, the um, dangerous area. So it's about 23 years, I think, for me. Um, and Antoine is uh, is fun since the, the bad area. So it's quite a, a little bit longer. So it's it's long. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty long. But we are, we are not so old. I have to <laughs> I have to say we are not so so old. <laughs> you you're probably like me. I was a fan from the Dangerous Era, so I was like a boy okay. at that time. Yeah, yeah right, indeed. I've got a question for you, Christoph. Uh, this is one for our big Michael fans uh, out there. That There's a lot of people that want to know what your favorite MJ era is, what your favorite album is, and your favorite tour. Wow, that's so difficult to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are so, so great uh, area. Um, well, it's difficult. But I, I would say uh, there, there are so great, so great moments in, in my career. But I would say the, the the history album is is one is one of my favorites. Um, that's because it's it's the the most personal uh, record for of Michael. I think there are so so wonderful songs on it. And I, I was young at this time, but I, I was I, I lived everything during this time. I, I had the chance to live the the, the release of the album, uh, the the wait before the album, and then the the, the day it was released and. I went to the to the, the, the record shop, um, and we were waiting for the singles, the video at that, at that moment. And of course, there was the, the history tour. Uh, I had a chance to assist to a few concerts. I made the, the Prague concert, the, the first one, wow. uh, two, two concerts in Paris, in Amsterdam. So it was really a great time, and uh, I made a lot of friends during this time. Um, so I would say I would say history is one of my favorite, but but also I like Dangerous because um, that's the album, uh, the, the first album I, I begin to to love of Michael. So I also love Bad, I also love Thriller, <laughs> but um, I would say history probably, yeah. because there, there are so many memories of, of this uh, of this time. So you got to see Michael in a few of the history tour concerts in Europe, which would have been incredible. Um, did you get to see him in person anywhere else? Well, not, not really. I saw him in concert a few times so the, during the history tour, and, and then I, I went to the Jackson and Friends concert in, in Munich in Germany. Wow. Um, 
yes, it was it was wonderful seeing the the master on stage. It was such a, a genius. Um, well, I, I feel it was the a really entertainer, the, probably the best ever. Um, I also had the chance to to see him a few times at the at his hotel in Paris or Munich in front of the hotel. I was like waiting hours and hours and hours and hours in front of the hotel. That was crazy. But I, I never had the chance to to have a private private meeting with Michael. Unfortunately, it never happened. But um, but I had great memories. Of the yeah, the hotel experiences are always fun. We got to do the um. I got to do the hotel experience in Brisbane in Australia and here in Perth. And yeah, I'll always remember standing out there in the cold and seeing Michael mm -hmm. as a tiny little dot up on top of the hotel waving <laughs> down or, you know, leaving in a car and stuff like that. It was always with like all the excitement of the fans around you. It's a very, yeah. it's a moment that, yeah, you won't forget. Yeah. And sometimes you, you were, you were waiting hours and hours, but, you you didn't see anything because you you were sleeping or it was it was not uh, going outside of the hotel and never showed up at at the, at the window but uh, but it was funny talking with the fans and waiting just with the maybe a chance to see a window or something I don't know sometimes nothing happened so it was funny. Christoph, what careers uh, do you have outside of writing a Michael Jackson book, both for yourself and Antoine as well? Well, um, writing a, the, the the book was not a, a work; it was it's only it's only a passion. It's not about money. Um, otherwise, I, I would do something something else. But um, it's about doing a, a great project. So my my, my real work is uh, is journalist. I'm an economic journalist here in Belgium. And uh, specialize in, in technology. That, that's that's my work. And of course, during my free time, it's all about uh, my family, of course, first of all, but uh, also about Mike Jackson. So the NG Backstage magazine and uh, and the books. It takes a lot of time, but that's that's a passion. So so that that's great. That's great uh, to do. Can you remember what sort of made you a Michael Jackson fan in the first place? I would say that it was a single "Who Is It." Uh, that's the first single I really heard. My, uh, I had the single at my home. My brother bought, bought the, the, the single, and I, I hear it, and I never stop listening to it. I think one million times probably I hear the, <laughs> the, the, the song at, at the moment. I was listening to the, the single and the, the, the remix in random. So all day long, in the evening, in the morning, all day long I was listening to the song Woozy. I felt it was really um, a wonderful song. And then I discovered that I have, I had uh, at, at my house some other albums that was from my sister or my, from my brother, I don't know. Uh, and I, everything was so perfect. So I, I wanted to, to hear more and more and, and to listen again and again to, to Michael Jackson's voice. I, I'm more a fan of the, of the music. I, I love the, everything of the, of the artist, of course, but what, what is the most attractive for me is the, the music and his voice. Um, that's probably the, the first step of my passion.
Yeah, I I definitely agree, and especially on Who Is It. I think that's an incredible song, and I love watching him uh, perform that song a cappella, and uh, you know, with the beatboxing mm-hmm. on the Oprah interview. It's just a lot. I, I always yeah. go back to that and watch that. It's incredible. I think. Yeah, that's right. The the the, the beatbox at the beginning was well incredible. Yeah, mind blowing. Uh, I just got to ask as well, uh, Christoph, how much Michael-related travel had you actually done yourself before the idea of uh, the book uh, came to you and Antoine? Well, I, I don't know exactly how much, but uh, since years, uh, I always... Well, I, I never... Before I, I wrote the book, I never made a, really a, a Jackson trip. Um, but I always tried to add some Jackson touches to every travel I made. Um, when when I I was traveling, as I said, I was looking for record shops to buy some stuff for my collection. I was looking for Adro Cafe, wax statues everywhere. I don't know how many. I, I had a chance to to go to California, for example, before the before Michael uh, Michael passed away. I also had a chance to to went to to Japan. It was not really Jackson trips. But there was Jackson touch in every trip. When I, I go to Paris, for example, I try to to see some places where he, where he went or to discover some some other locations. So uh, difficult to say how many how many travels related to Michael. Really, every every travel is Michael related. Christoph, could you discuss for us how the book is set out? Is it alphabetized or is it by country? So, yes, the book is categorized by countries. Um, we felt it was a more easy easy way for the fans to find right places in each country. When you travel uh, to to Japan, for example, I, I always talking about Japan, but I really love this country. I agree. I love Japan. It's, it's one of my favorite countries. Incredible place. Okay. You you ever went to, to Japan? Yes, many times. I love it there. I miss miss going there. It's been about three, four years since I've been, but yeah, I miss it very much. Okay, it's not so far from Australia, or it's far, but um, it's only yeah know. about eight or nine hours, I think. I think eight hours. Eight hours. Okay. So well, uh, sorry. Um, the, the, it's organized by countries, and into each country is by cities. So when when people decide where, where they want to go, it's more easy to find the, the right places in, in every in every part of the world. So we, we felt it was a more easy way to to find uh, to find the right location. So obviously you you do love Japan and and you've mentioned that a few times. What are yeah. some of the best locations in the book, in your opinion? Oh wow, uh, it's like Mike Jackson's song. There are so many good. Um, well, it's it's really difficult because in, in the French version of the book we have about five hundred locations, and in the English uh, we we decided to make two parts of the book. So there is book one which is released and book two uh, which will be released next year. But uh, in in the first part we 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 have more than two hundred. Uh, location so to to say one location is the best it's it's difficult but of course i, I would say neverland um neverland uh, it's it's where michael uh lived and when you go around there 
of course you you can't enter the the house um but you can feel all the atmosphere there um that's that's really a moving a moving uh, trip when you go there um i will also i really love the thriller house i don't know if you you know this location in in los angeles indeed you you can, you can see the the house it's the, the house never changed so it's there and you, you can feel you are in the in the video of trio that's really impressive well, there, there are some great places that never changed like the monte carlo bar uh, in los angeles that's that's the place where the the beaded video was shot um you can enter it and have coffee for example that's that's exciting um and if i would say another great location uh, which is here in europe uh, there is the, the, the giant history statue you know it's the the statue which was made for the promotion of the, the history album is that um, the one at the uh, mcdonald's in best right. in the netherlands yeah yeah that's it oh, um, i will get that's... there one day <laughs> i have um all of my family in law my my husband's family are all in rotterdam um and okay. um every time i go i was like can we drive to best and often we don't even have it we don't have a rental car or we're very busy mm-hmm. so we have not got to see the statue at best yet but um i love their their yep. group on facebook and i will go and see that statue one day because it's just been refurbished and it looks spectacular yeah yeah you you have to see it it's incredible to have a, a so big Michael Jackson statue well but it's it's in front of a McDonald's but which i love whatever. McDonald's so that works out perfectly <laughs> Okay, but the statue is really great, so you you have to see it to to believe it. That's incredible. Now, does the book just cover physical and geographical locations, or are there also experiences uh, such as MJ One and things like that? Well, no, it's not, it's more of a physical uh, location, um, ge- geographical location. We only suggest fans to to take a, an helicopter trip on on, on the Neverland area. There, uh, that's an experience. But most of the location are physical location. Well, as you publish a book like like this in in, in paper, um, you have to find stuff that doesn't change too quickly. But if if I mention some experience like shows or something like this, uh, and the show the show uh, stop or the, the show goes some somewhere else, yeah, that's difficult. So we 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 have some some geographical location that into it so the idea was to make the book as timeless as possible by just talking about physical locations because if a show like stopped running or something like that in the future it would become irrelevant if a fan traveled to that location yeah yeah indeed yeah that's that's definitely the 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 idea um when you as i say when when you make a, a paper book Paper doesn't change, um, but we we have also a website, and we are going to put more content, more more up to date content there, and probably we can we could mention some uh, some experience like shows or something like this for, for people uh, traveling. But um, at the moment, it, it's not the case. So that's a, a new idea. We can make it. We can. Make it. Yeah, uh, Christoph, I wouldn't mind just reading out an excerpt from the book, if that's okay with you, just for our listeners to get a bit of an experience of what reading it is actually like. Uh, I've, I've 
located a great uh, little section in one of the chapters uh, in in the Las Vegas chapter, which is just uh, great to read. There's a a little uh, section in there on the Venetian Hotel uh, Casino and the Madame Tussauds Museum. So I might just read that if that's okay. Okay, no problem. Yes, of course. So opened in 1999, the hotel used Venice, Italy as its design inspiration and used to have 4,000 rooms. In 2008, the Venetian merged with the Palazzo and became the largest hotel in the world with 7,000 rooms. The design is pretty amazing and features replicas of famous Venetian landmarks such as St. Mark's Square, the Doge's Palace, or the famous gondolas. The hotel also has a nightclub and a Madame Tussauds Museum, which contains a Michael Jackson wax statue. Inside of the resort hotel Casino Venetian, you'll find the Regis Gallery Store, doesn't sound familiar to you? This is where Michael used to antique shop. It is this exact place that we see in Martin Bashir's controversial documentary, Living with Michael Jackson. At the store's entrance, screens are now broadcasting the documentary and Michael's music is played inside the boutique. You've also got great information in there about the address of the location if somebody wants to actually physically get there the times it actually opens the entrance fees the website for the um the building the phone number it's just so well laid out i don't i don't think anyone could not have a well-planned trip if they follow follow this book yeah yeah, that's that's the idea we 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 try to be the most um accurate as possible to, to give all kind of information that can be helpful for the fans when they travel. Of course, when you are preparing your trip, it's always better to have a look to, to everything because things might change. And we explain it very well in, in the introduction of the book that that's that's an help to, to, to organize their trip. But people have to verify to to check before some stuff. Uh, it's always better because things might change. Some restaurant can be closed, uh, so they have to to check. But the idea is to bring some some more information. And also, I don't I don't know if you see it. Uh, we 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 rate every every location. We put some. Not stars, but that's the Michael Jackson feet. Oh, right. The little uh, MJ logos. I see. <laughs> yeah, MJ logos. So, some have one. If it's not really interesting, it's if it's nice to see, but uh, it's not the, the best place. And we put three, three feet. So it's like a three-star location. Um, if it's really the must-see places. And so it can give a, a, a help to the fan to decide if they ever... If they have to go there or not to go there, uh, depending on their trip and their timing. So that's the idea to to be really helpful and really really helpful to the fans. That's pretty cool that you've got like a few locations of the Venetian. We stayed there this year actually on our Vegas holiday, and it was an incredible, incredible, mind blowing hotel. But yeah, there was a few places that I recognised. Um, and there was a magic shop in that resort that Michael used to love visiting the magic store. So I got to walk around the magic store and just imagine Michael being in there watching the little magic tricks at the front counter and stuff. So that was, yeah. that's really cool. Um, so you, you mentioned earlier that there's actually going to be two editions of the English version of the book. So the first one is obviously focused on 
North, Central and South America with some other specific locations in Europe and Asia. How will the second edition be different and when should we expect it? Well, indeed, it will be different because the the, the first part, we, we decided to make two books because it was more easy to, to bring when you're traveling. Um, the, the French edition was uh, a full book with every places all around the world. But when you're traveling to to United States, for example, you don't need all the, all the parts about Japan, about Africa, about Australian. Sorry for Australian. But you don't need it when you're traveling. Um, and we decided to make some some smaller books and to have two books in, in place of one. And the first one is, uh, as you said, about the United States and South America mainly. And the second will be completely different because it will be location in Europe, Asia, Australia, and Africa. So... It's, it will be different because it's different countries, simply. Christoph, will this be an ongoing project with many different editions to come out of, of your books? Like, obviously, with the Lonely Planet series, those books are continuously updated um, over time. Are you looking to continue to update these over time as well? Well, um, to, to be honest, that, that, that was the first idea, um, indeed, to, to have uh, one book every year. Uh, that was the first idea, but now we are we are thinking a, a little bit differently because uh, we we feel that the, the locations d- don't change so much, um, so it doesn't really make sense to to release one book each year. Uh, well, as I said, it's not about money; it's about doing things right. So I, I think that if there is no no added value to to make a book each year, we we don't have to to make it um, and to to release a, a new version that that have not so many changes that that make no sense following me. So well, you you never know. But um, for first, um, I, I think that there is other idea for the moment. But for, first of all, we we need to finish the, the book two, the translation of the book two. And then to to make it right, and and then we we will we will think about what we can do. Um, of course, we can add some some more countries. For example, uh, we we don't have uh, Thailand or Greece. There are some countries which which are are not um, in the book at the moment. Um, maybe we can add it, but. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know exactly, but probably not one year or one book a year. That that would be too much, I think. I think so. Making a book is a lot of work, um, especially one <laughs> this detailed. Uh, we well, saw it's your... not about it. It's, it's not too much work uh, when you do it, and you have all, all the all, all the stuff already together, and you you have only to change a few locations. That, that's not so many work, uh, but it it doesn't make sense to to change only ten ten new locations. Um, we we better we we do uh, we prefer to to put them uh, online, for example, and to share it on on a Facebook page on or on Twitter and. For free, of course. Um, I, I think we have to make things right. That's the most important thing. We we read a great interview that you did with uh, legendary Michael Jackson magazine, LMJ magazine in Holland. And on that yeah. interview page, there are a lot of brilliant pictures of you with people who knew and worked with Michael. For example, there were pictures with um, Michael Prince, LaBelle Smith Jr., 
Jermaine Jackson. Um, how passionate are you both about inter interacting with people who knew Michael? I, I, as I run the, the MJ Backstage magazine here in France and Belgium, um, I have to ch the chance to, to have some great contact with some of the Jackson family members or Michael Jackson friends of collaborators. Uh, so for me, it's really important, well, as I run the magazine, of course, but as a fan too, uh, to get in touch with these people um, because it can help to, to know Michael Jackson a little bit more, to understand more his life, his heart, um, so I'm excited to 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 be able to to interact sometimes with some some people like Jackie Jackson, for example, um, because I feel the, his family is also the beginning of of everything, as the, the Jackson Five, for example, um, and it's it's interesting and. I had the chance to give, give the book to the, the Jacksons when I when I went to Las Vegas last year. I gave them the, the French version, so they probably didn't understand nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, it was exciting to to bring them the the, the work we we had uh, worked on. Um, they 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 seems to to like the the book, so so that was that was exciting. Uh, that was exciting. Um, well, as a fan, of course, it's it's a great moment to 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 meet those people to talk about Michael, because of course it's all about Mike Jackson. Um, well, I, I like the, the the Jackson family, uh, the, their music. I'm I'm a fan, so definitely it's it's great, and it's a chance here. We we are exciting. We are excited. Sorry, because uh, for the first time the the book is in English. So probably they, they will be able to understand what we do, and uh, that's that's interesting for us. We 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 would love to have their, their feedback, for example, um, with the French version. Probably they they never read it, <laughs> so no, it's in English. So we can touch them uh, better with with, uh, with with the book. Well, maybe you can pop over to London for when they're performing at the um the the Hyde Park show they've got coming up in September and present them with the new English edition. Yeah, I would love to, but um, it's not so far from here. But uh, I will not be able to, to travel to, to London this time for, for personal reason. But um, I'm probably sure that there can be other, other occasion to, to travel probably next year or I don't know. But, um, I'm waiting that they call me and say, <laughs> "Come bring the book." <laughs> oh, that's a joke. No, well, that'd be uh, that'd be crazy not to, because it's an amazing, amazing book. Uh, how can people purchase uh, "Traveling with a King," Christoph? Well, the, the the book is not in 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 bookshops, uh, so people can buy it online, only online. So we have a website, uh, which which is uh, travelingwiththeking.com. Or of course on Amazon by searching the, the name of the book "Traveling with the King." Um, I think the book is on Amazon, every Amazon, Amazon USA, Amazon UK, France, all over Europe. Um, but may, maybe the, the the more easy way is to go on our websites, travelingwiththeking.com. And how can people contact you and 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 Antoine for the for in relation to the book across social uh, media? Or email. Yeah, 
Yeah, every, everywhere. <laughs> we we have we have everything. We have the, the website um, travelingwithaking.com. We have the, the email travelingwithaking at gmail.com. We have the Twitter account, my MD guides. Uh, what we have? Uh, ah, yes, <laughs> we have the Facebook page, Traveling with the King. So, if they want to to find us, I think it's really easy. It's it's easy as ABC. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to ask as well. Um, I'm I'm like a huge fan of eBooks. I have an iPad that I love reading my books on when I travel around. Uh, is it is there going to be a digital eBook version in the future coming out of Traveling with a King? Uh, I think so. Um, at the moment, we we are focusing uh, on the paper book because, well, we are we are in an old country and uh, um, ebooks are, are not so popular here um, at the moment. But um, definitely, we, we will do it in, in in ebook. But probably when we have the, the two the two version, the, the part one and part two. Uh, with the 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 whole the whole stuff, and at the moment, so probably next year, we we will decide to make the the ebook. Uh, the the French version is already uh, on on ebook, so you can find it everywhere. Put it in French, uh, but the 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 English version will come probably also in uh, on ebook. Great, definitely. And I'd I'd love to know. Would you be able to share with our listeners as well? Just your favorite memory of you personally discovering one of the sites you've mentioned in your book for the first time. I, I would say, well, it was before before I, I worked on, on, on the book, but uh, I would say the the Even Earth property uh, in Encino, the the Even Earth house of the of the Jackson family. Um, it was two years before uh, Michael Jackson passed away. Uh, I had the chance to go uh, to California and to to enter the um, the house uh, to visit it. Um, that was that was crazy because I, I knew the place on 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 pictures, on on video, on on TV, but um, I never went to there to there. And it was really an incredible experience to to enter the the place. It was everything was so beautiful. Um, I felt I knew the place, uh, of course, thanks to the picture. But being there, that was so so crazy. Um, the, the the fact of being there, the the place where Michael Jackson recorded the demo of the the, the songs of Thriller, uh, that was not, not real. So seeing the garden, seeing the fountain where Michael Jackson recorded the, the video with Latoya, you know it. Yes. Um, Oh, that's the um, the unauthorized interview or something. It's uh, often right. called, yes. yeah. Yes, with the with the red uh, the red shirt. Yeah. Um, um, that 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 was that was incredible. I I felt really fortunate to be there. Uh, I had a chance to to enter and take a drink there and see the the, the office of Joe Jackson, see the theater there. Um, it was like I don't know exactly, but it was like entering into a part of Michael Jackson's childhood. Mm. So that was that was probably one of my best memories. What are your thoughts on the recent news stories um, that the estate are considering opening up um, Havenhurst and in Encino for like tours of the house? Yeah, yes. Yeah. I I really don't know what, what to think about it. 
Um, it seems when the when when the if the, the information came out, it seems like they, they want to fan for they, they want that that fans for forget the Netherlands issue. Uh, I think the fans would, would prefer to have a great place like Netherlands to see or something like a museum. Um, I, I don't really have an idea about, about opening even Earth. Probably it will never happen. I'm not sure, but um, I, I feel they, they want to, to put a focus on it and so the people will forget that they are selling Neverland. Um, but I don't know, it's, it's not so big. Uh, even Earth, it's not a so big house, so people going there, it will never be something like a Graceland for, uh, Graceland for Elvis Presley, for example. It will be really different. People uh, going there, it's it's interesting to see a, a kind of stuff. But I don't know really. I'm not sure that it's possible to organize some uh, a real touristic attraction there. So um, I, I would prefer to to have a, a real Mike Jackson museum somewhere. Maybe in Neverland, or that will be not possible at the moment. But why not in in Las Vegas, for example? So, what are your thoughts on Neverland as an important Michael Jackson site and its current status as being for sale? Hmm, that's that's really too bad. But, um, but finally, it's it's difficult to know what Michael would have loved. Um, I think I don't know what you think about it, but. I don't know. Michael Jackson didn't went back to Neverland in his last years. Um, a part of me think that it would have been a great place to to make a, a museum to to open the doors for poor or sick children, and of course for the fans. But I, I really don't know. Maybe they, they should they should create a, a real museum, um, a place where people can discover. Michael Jackson memorabilia and can enter in, in Michael's career or in Michael Jackson history. But um, it's it's a pity that they are they are selling Neverland. I don't know what you think about it. You mentioned before that like you have um, visited outside Neverland and even there there is a feeling that you get about the place yeah. and the whole area of even just approaching Neverland and the, the, the sort of environment that you're in with all the valleys and the trees and the farms, right. you sort of get a feeling there that you don't get at, say, Havenhurst because it's a suburban house in a tiny little sort of street. So, yeah, Neverland is, is a very different place. Yeah, definitely. It was it was the, the the world that Michael Jackson wanted to create for for himself the the, the world he decided to live in. So we feel it. I don't know why. I don't know how it can happen, but we we really feel something different there. I I think that would have been the perfect place for some sort of museum as well. I think there's no parking at Havenhurst. I don't think how how would people even park their cars there to go and do a tour it's in like a street there's no parking for lots and lots of cars that's right yeah you you ever went to to neverland i have yes i've been to the the gates of neverland on um figuria mountain road 
um, and then also circled Neverland in a small aeroplane and got like photos of the ranch. And I, when I saw it, the, uh, the amusement park was still there. So the rides were still there when I got to see it. Oh, wow. Well, great. But it's an incredible, like it's, it's so big. It's like a whole valley. And yeah, yeah it's just such, a, it really feels like Michael. He, like when I saw it, he wasn't living there, but you could still feel the essence of Michael everywhere yeah. there. Even just at the front gates with the tree, the oak tree and or the, or the sycamore tree at the front gate mm-hmm. with the security there and the, the gates, like even just at that part, you can feel Michael's essence. Mm. Yeah, really. That's right. Incredible stuff. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, being able to talk to you today, Christoph. Thank you so much for coming on the MJ cast. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. I hope you understand my, my, <laughs> my bad English. <laughs> no, you've got, you've got very good English. Oh yeah, you 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 told me, Jamon, uh, that you 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 speak French, right? <laughs> I definitely do not speak I, French. I didn't forget. <laughs> I said I said that your English is better than my French, and that's I mean I've got the worst French in the world because I can't say anything in French. But <laughs> but but you 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 know the French version of I just can't stop loving you, right? You know it. I definitely do not, but I can see that yes. you've you're, you've sent us through the the word the <laughs> French words on how to say that, and I think yeah, it's probably time that Q and I have a go at saying some French. We're going to embarrass ourselves <laughs> atrociously. Yeah, you want me to go first, Jamie? You, well, I can say the first one he sent through. It's like a I, I think it's uh, Jamais Michael Jackson. <laughs> what is I don't know what the, that even means. Is that I don't know what that word means. Is that is that right or not? Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Michael Jackson. Jamie Michael Jackson. Oh, that means I love Michael Jackson. Okay, and then there's this big long oh, one. I don't this know. It's <laughs> difficult. There's an X in there. <laughs> I don't think you say the X. I'm pretty no, sure. I know. <laughs> but it still looks scary. So, je ne veux pas la fin de nous. La fin de nous, yes. La fin de nous. Uh, well. it's, it's like, <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want the end of us. It's, it's, not, really, it's not really good French. The, the translation is, well, I, I know the, the, the woman who, who, wrote, who wrote the French version, but... It's not a good translation in French. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but uh, that's not the good French. And was that from the, was that from the song? Um, I just can't stop loving you. Yeah, you you never hear it. Yes, I've got that. There's a French version and a Spanish version as well as the yeah. English version. It's actually the song that comes up on my uh, on my iPod when it shuffles all the tracks. That song comes okay. up the most out of any any song it's always like always i just can't stop loving you every time i turn it on (laughs) we 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 are able to do a small treat for our fans we're going to be doing a a discount on the book yeah yeah right we do it So what we're going to do with the discount is if you guys, uh, if listeners out there want to grab a copy of this book, we highly recommend it because it's an incredible Michael Jackson book. It's uh, a one of a kind. 
absolutely one of a kind, a great book to travel with when you're getting around the world and you want to check out some Michael Jackson and Jackson's related locations. And uh, to make it even uh, more manageable for you to be able to to get the book, we're going to do a special discount just for listeners uh, of the MJ cast. If you follow our show notes or the link on our social media, it'll take you to a special page uh, connected with uh, Traveling with a King. Dot com and uh, if you if you follow the prompts on that page you'll be able to get the book uh, at a special discounted price and that yeah. will run until the 16th of September 2015 so check our website um, for the link as well as the show notes at themjcast.com and find the link there but this special offer will only be valid until the 16th of September 2015 and we we thank Christoph and Anton very very much for offering that special offer to our listeners no we thank you we thank you for taking the time to to put an episode of, of your cast on, on our book really really appreciate it oh it's our pleasure like I, you've probably seen that we've been retweeting a lot of your tweets about the book because you've always got beautiful pictures with your tweets and things like that and um, it, it is such a one-of-a-kind book. There is no other book like this at all. Um, so I've always been like, oh, I'm retweeting this one. So you've probably seen that for quite a few months. Yeah, and, and don't stop. Don't stop tweeting. Oh, <laughs> we won't. We won't. We just love the opportunity <laughs> of interviewing authors because we know how much putting a Michael Jackson product out as a fan can really be a labor of love. There's often very little um, monetary reward for doing that kind of work. And uh, it's just a brilliant thing that's been added to the lexicon of Michael Jackson books out there for fans to buy. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's incredible actually thinking how many really good books have been released in say the last five years or so of Michael Jackson. Um, Like, you know, growing up, it was always, you know, you'd have maybe the J. Randy Tarabellelli book. Um, Moonwalk. Moonwalk, then Dancing the Dream. You might find a couple of little biographies here and there, especially in the 80s. There were a lot of biographies. But, like, just the quality of books coming out now with, um, like, the, the For the Record, um, Joe Vogel's yeah. book and, and things like this travel book and then Silmore Tiller's incredible book and Damien Shields' Escape Origins book. There's so many good books. Yeah, that's right. We're very lucky now. Yeah. Christoph, are you, are you much of a, uh, a reader yourself? Do you like to read Michael Jackson books? Um, I read my, Michael Jackson books, of course, when, when I have the time. Um, for the moment, I'm, I'm reading the, the, the book of the bodyguards. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Yeah, we've spoken yeah. about that one. Yeah, I, I, ju- I just began to, to read it. Um, well, it's it's interesting to to read. Well, I, I have only read uh, 100 pages, uh, so I, I have to read some more. But uh, it's interesting to to enter the, the, their their story. Um, they are talking about the, the last year of, of uh, being a bodyguard for Michael Jackson, and uh, they explained. Finally, it's it's a little bit sad to to read it uh, at the same time because you you feel that Michael Jackson was really alone with his with his own children um, at the end of his life. He seems uh, it seems he, he didn't really wanted to see uh, his family. Uh, and he was pretty much alone, and it's interesting, but at the same time, it's 
you feel a little bit sad about about the situation because um, you can feel that Michael Jackson um, didn't trust so many people at the time. And well, I, I have to to finish the book, but um, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting book. I'm I'm also reading one now. I've gone back and I'm reading for the second time. Uh, you are not alone, Michael, through a brother's eyes by Jermaine. I'm Jackson. reading it too. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I started it the other day. <laughs> this is my second oh, reading right. of it as well. Yeah, that's another really great one. Oh, such a good book. Yeah, yeah, really. that was a great book from Jermaine. Yeah, we're very blessed to have so many great books to read. Well, thanks again so much for joining us, Christoph. And, and if you could please pass along our thanks to Antoine as well. And um, we hope that he's well and wish him all the best. But thank him for all of the work that he put into creating such an incredible yeah. book as well. Okay, no problem. Thank you very much. Christoph, where can uh, fans find you? We, you? You mentioned your website before, travelingwithaking.com. But what if they want to connect with you on social media? Um, the, the, the Twitter account is uh, my MG guide. That's the account and they can find us on Facebook too, which is, uh, we, we have a page, um, uh, traveling with the King, simply traveling with the King. And the Twitter account for the magazine? It's, uh, MJ backstage. And also Excellent. on Facebook, we have the, the, the page MJ backstage. Great. Okay, well, again, Christoph, thank you so much for coming on the show. We hope you enjoy the rest of your your, uh, <laughs> your night. Hopefully you get a, a great sleep tonight before your road trip tomorrow. Yeah, no problem. I, I will. Thank you very much for, for calling. Thank you. Taking the time. What a great guy Christoph that was so cool and and it was awesome having such a great accent on the show wasn't it Jamin oh I love it when we get international um fans authors whatever just people from all around the world so it's cool to hear somebody French absolutely well actually sorry he's from Belgium but he speaks French yes but um what an amazing book and I'm so glad that um he was up in the middle of the night for us to to talk about it um, so we can share that with everyone because, yeah, it is, like I said 500 times, it is a one-of-a-kind book. There is no other travel book like this. Definitely. And uh, just like uh, like Christoph said on the show just a little bit earlier, he um, he said that a, a website would be up and running for fans to, to jump on and, and purchase his book at a discounted price. To purchase the book, just follow our link in the show notes. You get it three euros cheaper than its regular cost, so 14 euros instead of 17. Uh, obviously, when you check out through the PayPal system that's on the website, you will uh, get it even cheaper when it converts to your currency as well. Definitely jump on and grab a copy of Travelling with the King at a discounted cost exclusively for listeners of the MJ Cast. Nice one. Um, so we've also got a few little things we want to talk about because it's... um. Michael Jackson's birthday coming up on the 29th of August, of course. And we asked for some listener submissions because we really would have loved to have been able to tell everyone about what events are happening around the world for Michael's birthday, organized by fans and fan clubs and groups so that other fans can join in and participate. So we got uh, two submissions 
which I was a little bit disappointed by, but hopefully next year more people join in because, you know, we would love to get more people involved in celebrating Michael Jackson Day. So our first submission was for events across Sydney, and this is a whole Michael Jackson weekend of events all across Sydney. So big thank you to Karen O'Hallorahan for sending in this submission, and I hope that all our um, Sydney listeners especially, and maybe even Melbourne because that's pretty close, can join in with these awesome events, especially the Moonwalker Cinema Screenings. Hello there, I'm Karen and I'd just like to tell you about the MJ birthday weekend in Sydney and invite any fans who are either in Sydney or planning on being in Sydney for that weekend to join us at some of the activities that we're organising. One of the ones we are organising is a Michael Jackson dance class that's going to be at Dance Central on Friday the 28th of August. Dance Central is located very close to Central Station, Level 1, 268 Cleveland Street, Surrey Hills, and the cost is $17 per person. If you're interested in this, please contact Karen at the MJ Book Club Facebook page. Also on Friday the 28th of August, just a couple of hours after the dance class, is the movie Moonwalker. This has been shown at the Hayden Orpheum Picture Palace, which is located at 380 Military Road, Cremorne. The tickets are $20, and you can pre-book them at www.orpheum.com.au. This is a public event, and it's a rare chance to see Michael Jackson on the big screen, and it would be great if all fans went out and supported it. Then on the Saturday, Michael Jackson's actual birthday, there are a whole host of activities ranging from Madame Tussauds to the Locks of Love Memorial Wall at Ballas Point Park. Further information on Saturday's events can be obtained by going to the Michael Jackson Fans of Melbourne Facebook page. On the Sunday, bright and early at 8.30am, there is a Walk the World for Michael event. So that's Sunday the 30th of August. It's around Hyde Park and it starts at Museum Station at 8.30am. It's a five kilometre walk which is open to all fitness levels. Joining other groups around the world to raise money for Michael Jackson's legacy, MJL, which is a charity run and funded by MJ fans. It costs $5 to walk, or you can ask your friends to sponsor you for $2 per kilometre. If you want any more information about this, please contact Mary at the Michael Jackson Fans of Melbourne Facebook page. The MJ Book Club is going to be also presenting Moonwalker. This is going to be a fan event and it's going to be at the Ultimo Community Centre. A seminar room has been booked there. In addition to Moonwalker, we're going to be showing 20 minutes of the making of Moonwalker plus a further hour of videos with interviews of authors of other Michael Jackson books. This event only costs $9 and will include light refreshments. Hope to see you there.
Again, any more information about this or any of our events, either contact Karen at the MJ Book Club Facebook page or Mary at the Michael Jackson Fans of Melbourne Facebook page. Thanks for your time. There we are. Thank you, Karen. And we also got another submission from Raquel Choice, who is president of the Michael Jackson's United Nation International Fan Club, which can be found at www.mjsunifc.com. And in Las Vegas, across the weekend of August 28, 29 and 30th, there is the Michael Jackson Fan Convention. And here is Raquel with all of the details. Hello, this is Raquel, president of Michael Jackson's United Nation International Fan Club. We are hosting our 10th annual Michael Jackson Convention called Invincible on August 28th. 29th and 30th. Yes, it is a three-day event held in Las Vegas at the Alexis Park Resort. We are also looking for entertainers and volunteers. So if you are interested to find out more information or to get tickets, please visit us at michaeljacksonfanconvention.com. We're going to have three days of activities, games, music, performances, you name it. Um, Everything, we have special guests that will be there. Geraldine Hughes from the book uh, Redemption. Also, we will have Mike Garcia, Michael Jackson's former bodyguard. And we will have Miguel Reyes, one of the dancers from the MJ1 show here in Las Vegas. So it's going to be packed with lots of fun. So we hope to see you very soon. Thank you. That sounds like a great event and, and of course, in Amazing Vegas where you could go and see a number of Michael sites and even the one show. Um, For more information, like uh, mentioned, michaeljacksonfanconvention.com would be the place to head to for tickets for the birthday weekend fan convention celebration. Thanks for that, Q. And isn't there also something really special happening in Perth shortly? Yeah, well, little thing. Anyway, we're doing an MJ birthday uh, lunch celebration, um, and that will be at uh, so Saturday, August 29th um, at 12.30, and that's at Fast Eddie's in Perth, which is uh, Perth City, which is 454 Murray Street, Perth, uh, in Western Australia. So at 12.30, we're doing a little lunch. Um, we're suggesting a $10 entry fee to donate to a children's charity such as the the Perth Telethon charity, which Michael actually attended the uh, in the eighties uh, when he came over to Perth for the um, purchase of the uh, Beatles music catalog. So we're suggesting a ten dollar entry fee to, to donate uh, half to that and also to the um, Michael Jackson's Legacy charity, uh, which is run by fans um, and has done some terrific things like the Kindy over in uh, Haiti, I believe it was. So, uh, and maybe bring some spare cash along as we, we're going to try and plan to do a MJ trivia or like a little quiz during the lunch meal. And that might be like a gold coin donation to participate in that as well. Um, if that is just a voluntary thing. It's not compulsory, but, um, and of course you cover the costs of your own meals and drinks and it is a licensed venue as well, but we'll be upstairs in the upstairs room 
if you can um, go to our show notes and we will share the the uh, event, the Facebook event for that, um, as well as the Sydney event as well, so that you can RSVP so we can have accurate numbers for both of those. So, but yeah, that's our little birthday lunch in Perth, and I'm really looking forward to that as well. That would be really cool. Awesome. Catherine Jackson is also doing a special birthday celebration for Michael coming up shortly, August 21st to 22nd, though, in Gary, Indiana, uh, Michael's birthplace, and uh, for all of the Jacksons, actually. It looks really great. Uh, She's done it, I think, for a few years in a row now, um, hosting a, a celebration in Gary, and every year it keeps getting bigger and stronger and Uh, more specials so definitely go if you get a chance guys it looks really good Uh, the events include free concerts on both of the days and uh, i think there's a performer there by the name of wale uh, a rapper uh, very very famous rapper looks really good Uh, there's going to be arcade center five thousand dollar mj dance contest basketball shooting contest celebrity beauty bar free haircuts face painting car show uh, food vendors and all kinds of different things. So it, it's it's going to have, I think, that real festival kind of vibe to it. Uh, some great performances, great MJ vibe. Uh, every other year it's been on, there's been members of the Jackson family there, including Catherine herself. And then, uh, of course, Michael's children have gone. I think Catherine said 22 Jacksons will be there this year. Yeah, it's it's huge. I'd, I'd imagine that the uh, that Tito's sons, the 3T boys will be there and uh, it looks great. I mean, if I lived in, in the States, I would definitely be there. To me, this is becoming the central sort of location in the world for celebrating Michael's birthday. And if you're anywhere near here in Indiana, just just go because it's going to be incredible. To find out about it, you just need to go to katherinejackson.org. There's also a bunch of connected social networks that you can check out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Catherine Jackson's on all of those, and we'll put that in the show notes. But if you go to katherinejackson.org, it's a very well-organized website. And if you scroll down to the bottom of the main page, it's even got a Google Maps interactive map where it shows you exactly where you need to be uh, for the celebration. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. That will be really a huge amazing event and um it's it's Catherine giving back uh so it it gives back to the children of gary indiana by sending them back to school with necessary supplies which is such an amazing um gesture and, and and thing to raise money and for yeah charity for this is just one of the small reasons why michael loved his mother so much i mean you can just see uh, that she just loves to give back to the community as much as she can she's really passionate about gary and and giving back so I hope it's a huge success. I hope we hear some updates about how it went. I can't wait to see photos. We can we can chat about it on the show when it after yes, it happens. So that will be very exciting. So yeah, we'll be back um with a birthday episode as well on Michael's birthday. Yeah, we'll have a special edition, special episode of the MJ cast coming up in a couple of weeks to celebrate Michael's birthday. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. And I yeah, looking forward to my little lunch in Perth. <laughs> So Q, how can people find out about the MJ cast? So of course we are reachable by email at the um the email that you can reach us at the mjcast at icloud.com. Uh, we're on Facebook as the MJ Cast. We are on Twitter as the MJ Cast. We're on Instagram still as the MJ Cast. You can find us on Tumblr 
at themjcast.tumblr.com. Uh, and we're also on YouTube at youtube.com slash plus the MJ cast. And Jamin, did you want to talk about YouTube super quick? Uh, yeah, kind of embarrassing, but there's a reason why we haven't been putting YouTube videos up lately of our episodes. We and got in trouble. We got in trouble. We got a slap on the wrist by YouTube. We'll come clean. We were so excited about Janet Jackson's new single when it when that snippet of it leaked out before the song came out that we, we made a little video uh, with the snippet included on YouTube. We weren't actually sure that it was our new single to start with. We just heard this audio and thought we'd put it up to share around and it turned out that it was her new single and uh yeah youtube kind of jumped on us and said don't do that again so we can't actually upload videos longer than 15 minutes for the next five months Five months. <laughs> oh well it's till december so it's i think yeah i think it lasts till december and we will from then on be able to have our rights restored on youtube and then we'll be able to continue uploading long episodes there was two things they they did they said you can't upload long videos and you can't use cover art anymore you just have to use a thumbnail from the from the, from the clip so what we're going to do when it comes to december when we can start uploading our episodes again we're going to backtrack and we're going to put every episode um from the time when we couldn't upload them onwards and uh, we'll get them all up there for you guys to listen to uh and enjoy so, yeah, apologies to our YouTube listeners. Hopefully you're listening direct on the website or through a podcast application instead until then. But, yeah, sorry for any inconvenience. And, um, Jamin, I hope we've learned our lesson. <laughs> we've definitely learned our lesson. <laughs> sorry, Janet. <laughs> sorry, Janet. Please still come on the show, maybe. We love you. <laughs> Please announce ticket sales for Australian concerts next year, perhaps. Or China. <laughs> you want to go see her in China? That I want to see cool. her in China. I don't think she's performed in China before, so I really and you know that's obviously where my wife's wife's from. So we love to go back there as much as possible. But I would. What love... if it was Hong Kong? Would oh, same thing. You'd, I mean, you'd be happy with Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong's a part of China, so I would. I, I've never I, been there anyway. So. I imagine she would have performed in Hong Kong before. Possibly, I haven't done that much research. I know Michael never performed. Oh, hang on. He's been to China, you know. Michael went to China. I don't think he performed on the mainland, but he, he went to the mainland. Yes. Um, I There's think. some great photos from that trip in the 80s. Yeah, and some great video. There's some, oh, there's actually a good YouTube clip of him meeting some local Chinese people on the mainland, hanging out like in a random dude's house for whatever reason for a little while. And that guy, he's like super old now, but he's got like, photos and stuff he's like made like a shrine in his house of michael coming to visit and he's got like all photos over the wall of of when michael came and oh it's pretty cool see if i can i don't think i've ever seen that footage i've seen pictures but never seen footage i'll find you the footage it's incredible i'll see if i can link it to you in the show notes but it literally was like random dude in a house and michael just comes to visit and he's never forgotten that and now made a shrine in his house I can imagine you would never forget <laughs> that. That would be amazing. Can like, you imagine cool, if Michael yeah. Jackson just walked into your house and was like, hey, I would just hanging out? Faint because I haven't <laughs> vacuumed. So, and the dishes in the kitchen is an absolute disaster. I would absolutely faint and die. I don't, and I don't know if he was much of a cat guy. Well, I don't know. Like, Paris had a cat. Oh, really? And there's, yeah. Um, the M, in the MJ Bodyguards book, spoke about oh, when. Yeah. Uh, and there's pictures of like him with cats um, as a boy, and of course he had his own big cats. 
Oh, of course. How could I say MJ's not a cat guy? You're lying. (laughs) He's the ultimate cat guy. He's the ultimate cat guy, the Black Panther man. (laughs) All right. Cool. Well, it's been a fun episode, and the sun is certainly up now, so the day has begun for us. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you again um, on Michael Jackson's birthday for our episode then. So until then, Michael on. And keep Michaeling.